There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Yeah, in case you missed it, we got a last minute pair of tickets to the pink show tonight. And all you got to do is listen to us. Just pay attention. Seven, you know, this is a transactional relationship. I'm not going to lie. True. Uh, but if you can handle that, between 7 and 10 this morning, listen for the Pink songs we're going to spike. We've got about five of them. And uh, just write them down, all five songs, in the order that we play them, between 7 and 10. And then when we ask for caller 20, tell us those songs in order, and you win. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. And again, we'll kick that off sometime early, preferably early in the 7 o'clock yeah, hour. I think that's what we'll do. So prepare yourself for a lot of Pink music this morning. Yep. So, we were kind of wondering yesterday how Bradley Cooper felt about his baby mama, Irina, is it Irina or Irina Shake, uh, dating Tom Brady. Now, Bradley has a six-year-old daughter with Irina, and it kind of looks like maybe he's not too happy about it. No? A source, in quotes, told the, the British tabloids to say he is not bothered by this would be a lie. He has been on and off with Arena, and he has so much love for her. She is the mother to his girl, and they are his two favorite women in the world. He feels that, for the first time, she met someone in Tom that would take her heart away from him forever. So it's jealousy. It's like he wants her all to himself. But he doesn't want her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He doesn't want anybody. He doesn't really want her, but he doesn't want anybody else to have her. Right, right, right. That's a mundo. So the thing that Bradley is most worried about is that Tom is, quote, capable of being a devoted husband and parent, which I think he's already proven. I mean, as far as we know, he wasn't a horrible husband to Giselle. And by all appearances, he was a pretty good dad. And is a pretty good dad. Oh, yeah. He seems so, to be a really mm-hmm. fun, yeah. like a really good dad. Yeah. So he could probably step into that role as stepdad pretty easily. Mm. And I bet Bradley. Hmm. Now, here, so here you are, this drop dead gorgeous woman. And you've got Tom Brady and Bradley Cooper both wanting you. Who do you choose? Who do you choose, Jen? 
Yeah, but if I'm if I've already <laughs> dated, I know I'm thinking if I've already Get the dated. Fog first already. of all, just just bask in that moment. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, I have to choose between these two. But if you've already dated Bradley Cooper and you know all of his faults, because obviously there are some. Because if not, they would still be together, right? Would you still be together? Right. See, I, I have I have hesitancies with both of them. Like, I have a feeling that Bradley can be a real jerk. Mm-hmm. And then I have a feeling there's something about Tom. I'm just not convinced he's 100% committed to the female race. Oh. Or the fact that he's going to put you first over other things. Because he's consistently always chosen football. Yeah. Also, you are not allowed to eat anything outside of Tom's meal plan. <laughs> See, I would like to have that influence in my life. I would like to have that influence. Well, Somebody he would who provide for you. Yes, and and that's the, the thing. Which one? Who's got? I I wonder what the difference in there. I mean, they're both plenty well off. But what are their? I bet Tom Let's Brady's see, worth Tom a lot more than than Brady, me too. Net worth. Yeah, oh, I bet he's Bradley worth Cooper, way more yeah, than Bradley. Tom Cooper. Brady's net worth is two hundred and ninety million dollars. That's it. Bradley Cooper's net worth is one twenty. Oh yeah, that's a big. That's well, that's a hundred million dollars. Well, I just don't different. know if I could handle two ninety. That's it. <laughs> Jen, I yeah. would expect it with all of his endorsements and all of his big contracts. I just kind of well, Giselle just took half. So I so what is your what is your conclusion? Because I'll take I the think other I, one. I yeah <laughs> I don't think I want either one. I think if I can land those two, I can land a third. That's everything I would want and dream Not of. Not to mention, I used to be connected to Leonardo DiCaprio, so there's that too. Oh yeah, I've got my street cred from Leo. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Moist. Thank you. I'll take Ian. Yeah, Ian. That's her answer. Ian Summer. Summer Halder. Halder. Yeah, or Summer Charlie Halder. Hunnam. Take Charlie Hunnam. Or what about Joe Burrow? He just got a big fancy deal with I body would take, armor. Yeah, I would take Joe Burrow. Why is that deal taking so long? Um, because so I just we'll talk about it. So I was just reading this morning that another domino has fallen in the Joe Burrow contract negotiations because. There were, I think, five quarterbacks that came out of his same class mm-hmm. that were all kind of up for negotiation. And so the, there's a guy that just closed his deal. I forget his name. I should have it here. But he closed a deal for like $295 million. So the speculation is now that all of these other guys are done. quarterbacks have signed. Joe deserves obviously more money than any of the rest. Meaning what? The strategy on Joe Burrow's camp is to wait and see what everybody rakes in and then make sure that he doesn't take a deal less than any of those guys? Yeah, so LA Chargers' Justin Herbert is the latest franchise quarterback to sign an extension deal. And so he came in at like 200 and something over five years, I believe. So that's how he comes to what he thinks is a fair number. Herbert's deal makes him the highest paid quarterback in NFL history based on an average annual salary of $52.5 million. So a lot of people are anticipating now that that deal is done, they are calculating Joe Burrow's average annual salary will be 53.7 mil based on the current market. Wow. So that's that. That's the speculation is that they're with his people or whomever. But then assuming Joe Burrow's the better. 
quarterback. Oh, he well, is. He on has stats, he is. He's he better is. than a lot of these people that have gotten a ton of money. A ton more yeah. on paper. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also speculation, Jeff, like we were talking yesterday on the hot list, is that they're trying to figure out the big pieces of the pie because T. Higgins needs to be signed. Jamar Chase needs to be signed. And Joe Burrow. So they're trying to figure out if we give him this much, we have this much for this person and this mm-hmm. person. And how do we make all of that work? And there's been chit chat that Joe is mm, pulling strings on how he wants the other players to, because he wants the other players to he ca- wants continue that, to be right. here. Oh, I would think that'd be conditional, right? So he's almost acting like their agent. Yes. That's that's oh, what yeah. some people are kind of mm-hmm. implying. That would have been a fun meeting to be a part of. You, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, if you're Joe Burrow. So, guys. I love Glenn, but I, I think I'd like to have Joe Burrow as my agent. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> but the speculation is, is that we're going to find out what is, by next week, all of the things for Joe will be in line. And then we will hear about the other players. Hmm. We're hearing by the end of next week. That's the speculation. I did hear Mike Brown make the point that, you know, it really is like a balloon. You know, there's only so much money to go around for everybody. So. Yeah. You know, what he, what he takes is... It's coming out of the pie. Right. He, yeah, he talked about it being like the pie. So... Yeah. Hmm. If you've got three quarters of the pie, go into one person. Well, I sure hope they get it figured yeah. out soon. But let's go back Not to 53.7 mil a year. Wouldn't that be <laughs> nice? Can you imagine? It's not bad at all. And if I was his girlfriend, I'd make be that like, work? hey... I could make that work, I think. Uh, By the way, LeBron James' son, Bronny, we heard late yesterday, had been rushed to the hospital after suffering cardiac arrest during practice at USC on Monday. A spokesman for the family says he is in stable condition. Bronny, whose real name is LeBron James Jr., is 18 years old. And sources say it was a pretty serious situation. And Bronny was unconscious when the ambulance took him to the hospital. Yeah, his heart stopped. Yeah, he was just at the ESPY Awards with his family a few weeks ago. He's a He was a four-star recruit when he committed to the Trojans, and he's, I'm assuming, a lock for the NBA. LeBron Sr. has even expressed his desire to remain in the league long enough to play alongside him. That would be cool. Yeah. So scary. Uh, scary. Ronnie's good friend, Sharif O'Neal, who's the son of Shaq, had surgery back in 2018 to fix a heart problem of his own. Uh, he's 23. I think there was an, he had another teammate on this current team. That last just year. Last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had the exact same thing happen. Yeah. Scary stuff. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So, Drake doing a show at the Barclays Center in New York last week. And a woman took off her bra and tossed it on stage. It Not was the first time that's happened. No, it's an old trick. We've all done it. Well, it's better than throwing your vape pen, which he went off on someone over the weekend for throwing their vape pen on stage. Yeah, it's a projectile. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of <laughs> those it's the un- truth, man. <laughs> it People is are throwing the dumbest stuff. And I mean, you know, an underwire on a thirty-six G could, if it hits you just right in the eye, could cause an. I think Injury. the bra would be the wind but, of the cup size would slow down <laughs> you would the hope. bra tremendously from doing any damage. <laughs> I just act don't as a know. parachute. You as someone hope. that used to have a G, I feel like that's how it would go. But he was pretty funny because he, he picks up this 36G bra. He read the size out loud and said, quote, 
locate this woman immediately. TMZ did locate the woman for an interview. Her name is Veronica Correa, and she's a 21-year-old coffee shop owner from Rhode Island. She says Playboy has reached out to her, and a bunch of people have suggested she start an OnlyFans. Even Drake himself reacted to one of her posts, but she hasn't responded yet because she's just not quite sure what to say. Well, what do you expect? You throw your bra onto a stage, you're going to get some attention. Especially well, not when you normally. Got something I mean, like that, that going on. You know, back in the day, you'd, they'd throw it up there and then they'd just sweep them off the stage later. But. Yeah, but you never yeah. know. If you're at Motley Crue, this is Drake, you know? <laughs> oh. You think people are throwing them up there all the time? More bras, less vape pens. Yeah. I wonder what kind of top she was wearing and how her girls did That's without what that I was support. Wondering the same thing. Did she have some sort of like super tight halter on that held everything in place so when she took it off? Or did she just say, let him go, girl? <laughs> or did let she just go. bring an extra bra that she would huck on stage oh. that she didn't want anymore? So oh, you yeah. think she might have planned ahead? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Have you heard about President Biden's German Shepherd commander? Yeah. I did see this. <laughs> this, this is a problem. So Got some issues there. Yeah. Good. Who wants to have that conversation? Uh, he has bitten seven people in a four-month span. And this comes after Biden's first dog, Major, was booted from the White House over aggressive behavior. So we got a Secret Service officer having to be treated at a local hospital after Commander bit him on the arm and the thigh. A few weeks later, the dog broke the skin of a different officer's hand and arm. One agent claimed he had to protect himself with a chair to avoid being bitten. Oh, geez. Now, Commander is just is still technically a puppy. He's about two years old, and these reports don't even cover his entire time in D.C., so there could be more incidents that haven't come to light yet. Uh, as of right now, the list is at seven have been bitten. I mean, a, a bite from a German Shepherd is no joke. No, it's not. Puppy so, or not. I mean, you know, and it's two years old, like you said. Yeah, I mean, you got to think about this. That, that's just not a great environment for certain breeds of, well, probably all dogs. It's a stressful environment, the White House. You got Secret Service guys walking around. They're intense. They're always on high alert. Dogs pick up on that. But I know? wonder how insulated the residence is, you know? like, I don't know. And, and if you've got the same guys, you know, if you've got your crew. Yeah, you know, you got your your inner circle, and your animals are familiar with with these people. You'd think it could work, unless he's you know walking this thing like around the can. whole building and he's going <laughs> back and forth to the West Wing and just letting them loose. <sighs> then you got a problem. Well, but it's not like these Secret Service guys can you know, roll around in the floor and play with them. I mean, they're on duty. But I mean, presidents know? have had pets in the White House since the beginning of time. There's never right. been an issue to my knowledge. I mean, maybe there has been, but this guy. It's, Don't yeah, you feel he's not like having it's any luck. somebody's duty, though, to play with the dog? So, well, there. I would think that they I would mean, have a trainer they working with them, there. a behavioral Something. Also, if you're going to have a dog, you got to spend time with it and get the energy out so it doesn't do things like the presidential yeah. dog whisperer. Yeah, the yes. dog walker. Yeah. I think they could handle it. I mean, and plus, I'd take like, that job. What does that pick? <laughs> but the gates of the White House, you feel like, are all inclusive. So you could just let them out the back door to run as oh, well. Oh, wear one of those like bite proof sleeves, you know? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Although. I so a, a guy that I know that does security or used to do security for uh, the Creation Museum. Oh, okay. He, uh, he so he took me down there and uh, introduced me to one of the canines, 
And he was demonstrating, like, just how powerful these animals are. And this was a German shepherd as well. And they mm -hmm. had me put the sleeve on, and we stood, like, from one end of the field to the other, and then had him charge at me. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I was, and I was I ready for this. it. Yeah. And I just remember the sheer force of being knocked down. Yeah. You know, it was cool, kind of in a way, but <laughs> it wouldn't have been cool if I didn't have that sleeve a on. A controlled dog attack is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the things that I seem to find weird, bizarre yeah. pleasure from. This is true. <laughs> Let's see if it could really knock me over this time. No, but I mean, the, the point I'm making is that... They're powerful animals. They yeah, can yeah. really Beyond do a lot of harm very quickly. Right, very quickly. They can do a lot of harm. Yeah. All right. Anything else on the E! News front? <laughs> That's it. We'll leave it there for now. More coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a Whitewater, car, uh, Whitewater Express Car Wash prize pack. We're going to do that next. But first, let's check the roads and check in with Denise Johnson with your latest traffic. Now, when I was in our... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They smoke cigarettes when they drink. That's kind of over. Anybody here still ripping butts? Hey, all right. We got a couple. You guys are rare now. When I was good, everybody smoked. My mom, my grandmother. Now smoking's like kind of shameful. And then weed used to be a drug, used to put you in jail. Now weed got its medical degree and turned its life around. <laughs> Those two completely traded places. You want to smoke a cigarette now, you got to go out in an alley behind a dumpster. People are like, what are you doing over there? You're like, uh, I'm paying a hooker. <laughs> I'm not smoking, I'll tell you that right now. Then on the flip side, you could pop an edible at noon. Like, hey, I have anxiety. Whoa. Those two flip. Weed's everywhere now. It's borderline healthy. How do you punish a kid for smoking weed these days? I got caught smoking cigarettes. My dad made me smoke the whole pack. It was hell. What do you do with a kid with weed now? Hey, Timmy, we found a roach in your room. You got to smoke this whole eighth. You'd be like, well, put on the office. <laughs> We're going in. That's Mark Normand from his Netflix special, Soup to Nuts. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Careful, your shoes could melt on the street. Also, how does a mustard-flavored Skittle sound to you? It is Wednesday, the 26th of July of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah. All right. Hold on, I'm... Getting organized here. Toss that. <laughs> flip that. You know Back how, it up, flip it, like those it guys down. who do the news, you know, <laughs> when they had their papers before they started using iPads, and they would do the whole 
hole. You got to be like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing that for real. So the heat wave in Phoenix has not let up. If you think things are hot here, yesterday, Phoenix recorded their 25th straight day of temperatures hitting at least 110 degrees. Wow. According to the Weather Channel, that streak is expected to end with a cool down, and I use that term loosely, to 101 degrees early next week. Dang. That before shooting back up to 108. I can't even. My, I've got a friend in Vegas, and when I was talking to her last week, it was 110 degrees. Yeah. <sighs> but it's You're dry, mad. guys, so it doesn't feel like Well, yeah, you know, it is more like... See, that is a real thing for me. The dry heat thing? Yeah. I'm not saying it's not uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. But to me, it is less uncomfortable than a... Florida 110 degree day. Soaking wet, yeah. Because well, there feels- you're just drenched. Right. It was like, I, I, I can remember in July and August, the, the first couple of years I lived in Florida. Because I would get up and I would, you know, take my time getting ready for work, putting on a cute little outfit and ball my moisturizer head to toe and doing my hair and putting on my makeup and then step outside and the makeup would just sweat right off. Melt. Just melt right And then off. I just felt oily from all of the lotion all over my body. <laughs> and my hair would go flat. And I'd be like, oh, God. What's the point? Yeah. It also feels like you can't breathe. When it's not dry heat, if it's just humid. Yeah. You're just like, oh. Well, imagine it being so hot like it is in Arizona that doctors there are seeing a spike of patients who were burned just by tripping and falling on the ground. Oh, my God. That's like crazy. when their skin makes contact with the ground, the ground being so hot that it burns you. You're not injured from the fall. You're injured from your body making contact with, you know, pavement or mm-hmm. sidewalk. That is crazy. Yeah, burn centers are becoming maxed out, and about one-third of the patients are people who fell on the ground, and it is serious. There are burn patients in the ICU after simply falling outside. That's unbelievable. And people don't think, too, I mean, when they walk their dogs, you cannot walk your dogs on blacktop. No. It just burns their little feet. Keep this in mind, and this this applies here, too. On a hot day, Uh asphalt can be 40 to 60 degrees hotter than the air temperature. Right. And there have been multiple days where the air temperatures in Phoenix were about 120 degrees, Mm. if that gives you an idea. Also in Arizona, an elementary school librarian claims his shoes melted as he was doing his crosswalk duties. Oh, my God. Helping kids cross the street after school, and he was out there for only 30 minutes. Melted. Melted right into That's the street. Insane. He, he said, when I was done, I was walking back and I tripped and and I tripped because this part of the shoe had melted. Stuck. It came apart from oh. the rest of the shoe and now they're no longer wearable. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. It makes you wonder why isn't there a better alternative to asphalt? <laughs> yeah. You know, especially in these areas where it gets that hot. Yeah. It does seem like, you know, depending on what city you're in, Roadways are constructed from different materials. Like some are just your standard, like I-71, just out here. Yeah. Seems like, you know, regular good old-fashioned blacktop. Yeah. But, you know, you head into northern Kentucky and you start driving down I-71. Mm-hmm. You know, around Buttermilk Pike, you know, they got that that grooved concrete. Mm-hmm. 
so that it's not slippery. That you actually see in places like in Southern California. It's not that yeah. different. It looks like the same stuff, basically. Yeah. And I don't know which, what costs more. Cement costs more. So we did a driveway estimate for cement, $42,000. $42,000? For, for our driveway. And yeah. the advantage wow. of that is it just... It lasts a long time. It lasts a long time. And I, is it safer? Is it less slippery? I don't know about I that. Wonder? Blacktop to do the same job was $7,200. Wow. $42,000 for a driveway? I mean, it's a long, long driveway. Big pad at the end. Wow. I mean, yeah, we got they, we got multiple estimates. They were anywhere from thirty five to fifty. Crazy! Just I park know, in the yard. But I know I've been <laughs> to some like some uh, resorts have that concrete that you can walk on that doesn't get hot, or it's like it doesn't get like there's it some some sort of technology like cool in deck <laughs> some sort of technology in it that you can walk and it doesn't burn your feet. So funny where I grew up, you oil the roads and then you throw just like. Um, not pebble, not pebbles, but gravel. Gravel. It's, it's like a, gravel. It's like not sand, but it's not pebbles. Right, it's something and in you between. just so oh, they're oiling the roads today, and so then you just know to drive real slow because yeah. it'll get all over your car. They do that uh, in uh, Western New York, up where the family has a lake yeah. house. Those back roads are uh-huh. like that. And they do it. They don't, but they don't do it every year. They do it every few. Right. Yeah, and. God forbid if you wash your car, forget about it. Yeah, you gotta drive you gotta drive slow. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're Uh about to get our road repaved and I guess it's like the way they do it is they do some kind of treatment where they fill in the cracks first and then they lay down that that sandy, gravelly kind of stuff. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know if there was oil involved in this process or not. And then I guess they come back in a week and they're supposed to put the blacktop on it but the the memo I, I was reading from the company that does it says that it becomes smoother and flatter the more you drive on it so i don't know if that means that they don't use those steamrollers or yeah how that works interesting yeah but it's hot yep uh what else do we have here speaking of hot clothes with built-in fans <laughs> those Which, neck neck fans are really popular yes this they are Chris ordered one. Now those started. There did those start out just for menopausal women, or were those originally <laughs> for people who just get hot? I thought it was for people that went to Disney World. Church, that was church how ladies. I first <laughs> but I've been getting targeted with those on. They're like forty percent off. Like the you know how your Facebook ads yeah. will pop up. That's one of the things. That's one of the things. Maybe they think that I am uh, feeling the heat. Maybe. No, this was actually one of those things that. We saw pop up in Japan first. It became very popular there. Clothes with built-in fans. Uh, and they've been in Japan for a while now. A former Sony engineer came up with the idea and started selling fan jackets in 2004. The name of his company literally translates as air-conditioned clothes. Air-conditioned clothes. And if you're having trouble picturing this, just think of those inflatable dinosaur costumes that people wear for Halloween. Oh, they've got so many inflatable costumes these days. Yeah, so they puff up just like that and work the same way. But I guess early versions weren't breathable enough and the batteries didn't last long, but now they can go all day. In fact, the power tool company Makita started selling their own version for construction workers in 2015. And they say sales have been way up the last few years. Wow. 
And you know, there's like a million knockoffs on Amazon now that will cost anywhere from forty to three hundred bucks. So, yeah, I guess if you don't care about being made fun of by literally everyone, then <laughs> it might be worth beating the heat. Hey, it, some people I like. I cannot stand to be cold, and there are some people that cannot stand to be hot. It just absolutely ruins their day. So if a little fan in their shirt helps things, <laughs> keeps them in a good mood, yep. it's go upgrade. for it. The person up- next to you starts blowing up like a balloon, chances <laughs> are. <laughs> it's an upgrade from those tented shirts that were very popular over the last few oh, years. You yeah. see like dads wearing them in the back. It's like that line and there's a little, oh, little yeah, yeah, air yeah, spot yeah. in the back oh, where the yeah, air yeah, will yeah, go yeah. in under your pits. Mm-hmm. Fishing people wear those The too, tented right? shirt, yes. Now, yep. we were having a conversation about heat stroke on Monday, the day that Jen was not in here, and about the symptoms and the, the, the symptoms that people suffer when they become past the point of dehydration and yeah, past the point of heat exhaustion and start yeah. crossing into heat stroke where it can become serious Very and dangerous. affect you for months. And I said, you know, I know that Jen can get hives in super cold weather. Like, yeah. that's a physical uh, manifestation. Yes. It is. That you deal with when you're in when cold. I'm cold. Like you legit have. I'm allergic to cold. That is the diagnosis. When I was a kid, I used to get like little, like three, four, five, six years old. I would break out in hives all around my chin, around my eyes. My eyes would swell shut. I'd get it around my wrists. I mean, I'd get it all over my body. And I ended up having to go see an allergist and they stuck me with needles. I was going every couple of months and they would just stab the living daylights out of me and I would cry and my mom would promise me if I was good, she'd take me shopping (laughs) and buy me something and she would buy me something so I held it together so I could go buy something. But um, it was awful and they couldn't come up with anything and eventually, there's a name for it and I don't remember what it is, but eventually the doctors are just like, you are allergic to cold. And you can't do wow. anything for it. You can't take shots of cold. I didn't even know you? that was a thing. It, yeah, there's a there's an actual name for it. I don't remember. Can you Jeez. get over but, it or is it just something you always have to deal with? I, you know, I don't notice it, but I mean, I could get it. I would get it in Florida if I would get hot and sweaty and then a breeze would hit, like I'd get hit with cold air. I would break out into hives. Oh, that's weird. Wow. Yeah, it was very weird. It cold was, your thicky car, yeah. There you go. Uticaria. <laughs> That's it. Cold uticaria. That's the thing. That's it. Yep. Yep. That's not a made up word. That's a, a clinical. Skin, yeah. That's a medical it's a real deal. term. It's Mayo a real Clinic. Deal. This is what they say. Skin reaction to cold that appears within minutes after cold exposure. Affected skin develops welts or hives. Yep. That's so, me. and yours is just cold. It's not extreme temperatures like it wouldn't be. Say, no, a hot I wouldn't day. happen you when I was break hot. Into, yeah. Nope. But I mean, it, it would be hilarious because I'd be cheer leading at a football game and if it were cold or rainy they would have to take me in at halftime into the gym somewhere and try to heat me up because my eyes were swelling shut. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It was a mess. You know what's crazy though about those inflatable suits? Don't you feel claustrophobic in them? Like I, we were the hip, I was the inflatable hippo that one year when I was Fiona and you guys were BB and Henry. Henry. And I just remember being inside of it. And yeah, it feels like there's air circulating, but I also felt like I was too The fan was, it wasn't keeping you cool. It was just keeping it inflated, right? Yeah. And so it didn't feel to me like I was, I don't know, getting any sort of any kind of relief. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know if the air conditioning suit would work like that. 
Hey, quick break. It's 731 weather-wise. Speaking of the heat, our high today will be about 92. It'll feel closer to 95, so not that much of a difference. But as the week wears on, I have to sneeze. Uh, we're going to creep closer <laughs> to 100 degrees with the heat index possibly on Friday as high as 105. There is a chance of a pop-up thunderstorm in the midday. Otherwise hot and humid at a high of 92. Right now, 73 with Jeff and Jen. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.